Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. So we are going through Proverbs chapter 1, verses 20 through 21, and it's going to get at the fact that success really wisdom, but I like to tie wisdom and success together, I think for obvious reasons, but I'll explain a little bit more about that. But wisdom wants you so bad. So let's jump into it. Let's read the verses. Proverbs 1, verses 20 through 21, it reads, Wisdom cries aloud in the street. In the markets, she raises her voice. At the head of the noisy streets, she cries out. At the entrance of the city gates, she speaks. And then we'll go into what she speaks um, in the next show. But when I read these verses, in my head, I was just like, wisdom's looking for me. And when you read the next verses, when you are kind of familiar with Proverbs, you know that wisdom is crying aloud in the street. In the market, she raises her voice. At the head of the noisy street, she cries out. At the entrance of the city gates, she speaks. And it goes on to say, I'll just read the next verse. How long, O simple ones, will you love being simple? How long will scoffers delight in scoffing and fools hate knowledge? It's like there is pain because we are just groveling in the mud, basically. The mud that we created. And mud is a nice word for what we're really groveling in. And wisdom just really wants us to experience wisdom. (laughs) Like, so bad. And I think success wants you so bad too because God's promises for us aren't promises to remain stupid and to remain weak and to remain um, just basically sorry excuses for humans to not steward well, to not show love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, to not focus on good things and true things, to not be the salt and light of the earth. In fact, the promises are the exact opposite. He came to prosper us, not to condemn us. And I think what's beautiful about these verses is like wisdom is a form of prosperity or at least the stepping stone to prosperity. And it's because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. So once you start to gain wisdom, it's because you've gained fear of the Lord. And remember, we talked about Proverbs 1 verse 7 earlier on the podcast. And the fear of the Lord also talks about revering the Lord. And revering the Lord talks about obeying the Lord. And when I think of obedience, I think of action. So I tie wisdom to success because knowledge plus action makes everything happen. And when you get that wisdom, when you stop being a fool, as described in chapter 1 verse 7, fools despise wisdom and instruction. When you start when you stop despising it and you start loving wisdom and instruction, I think you get the knowledge, i.e. the wisdom, and then you start taking action on the knowledge, i.e. instruction. Like Wisdom is knowledge. And then instruction, the only intent of instruction is to instruct you to do. Like, it's not to instruct you to, like, know. Maybe it is to instruct you to know so that you do. But the end goal of instruction is always doing. Like, when you're being instructed in math, instructed in reading, it's teaching you to read, teaching you to do math, right? So, I say 
success and wisdom are so closely tied because when you have that wisdom, you have that fear of the Lord, you start to align your thoughts, actions, and feelings with God. And then when you walk in reverence of the Lord, you start to obey God and walk in his calling for your life, right? So if you read success literature at all, you know that clarity and massive action are basically the two things you need to be successful. After that, it's people. And I feel like that's a theme throughout the Bible for sure. Where has this shown up in my life? Wisdom wanting me. Like, where have I seen wisdom wanting me? So I would say people in my life who want success for me. I've had plenty of people, plenty of mentors who have poured into me who are like, you can be successful. You do not have to be stuck in the same problems that you're stuck in. The whole self-improvement, um, like all the gurus and stuff, all the books and stuff, Tony Robbins, Darren Hardy, Norman Vincent Peale, the Bible, all of this knowledge put into these books is wisdom crying out to us saying, hey, you don't have to be where you are, stuck where you are. That is not how life was meant to be. So that's the first place it showed up. The second place it showed up is how easy things come when I legitimately ask for them with all of my being. Let me give you an example of this. I was struggling to hit quota on uh, kind of a project I was working on when I was doing sales at Opdrive, right? And I was struggling to hit quota. And usually I woke up and I made 180 calls a day for Opdrive. That particular day, there were two days before I had to hit my quota, which was like, I think five meetings maybe. I had made one meeting all month. I needed five, or maybe I had two meetings, whatever. So I need to hit it in the next two days because we were, we were having Thanksgiving break and I didn't want to have to kind of cram after Thanksgiving, but I also didn't want to get put on the performance improvement plan that would make me kind of butt heads with William, who is my brother-in-law, because I just didn't want to butt heads with him. It just wasn't even worth it to me. Like jobs are so kind of low on the totem pole of my life when it comes to values and what's important. And so I didn't want to butt heads with my brother-in-law who is like in the family echelon of my life, family kind of space over a job, which is in like a lower echelon or lower space, lower level, whatever you want to call it. I don't know if echelon is the right word, but that being said, in my head, I was like, I need to get these meetings or I'm going to bump heads with William just because of my personality and because he's going to have to put me on the performance improvement plan. And I think that thing is stupid anyway. So what I do, I asked for those meetings with all of my being. And how did I do that? I asked with massive action. That's the first way I um, kind of requested it. And that massive action was upping my calls those days from 180 to 200 to about 400. I literally doubled my calls because I was asking for the fact that I needed to book these meetings. I was like, hey, let me book these meetings, let me book these meetings. And in addition to increasing my action, I increased my thoughts. So instead of thinking about real estate or business or whatever I usually think about during the day, I thought about booking meetings. And in order to think about it, I audibly said, I'm booking two meetings today. I'm booking two meetings today. I'm booking two meetings today. And anytime I started to doubt the fact that I was going to book two meetings, I cleared that doubt with me audibly saying, I am booking two meetings today. I am booking two meetings today. And I would just keep saying it, keep saying it. I think I said it for like hours that day until I booked two meetings, right? I was either saying my script, because I was on a phone call, or I was saying I'm booking two meetings today. So I was asking for it with my actions. 
I was asking for it with my thoughts. And as we know, you have a beliefs, thoughts, feelings, action, results, continuum. And so when I thought something, I felt something. When I felt something, I acted on that something. When I acted on that something, I booked my first meeting for the day after like 100 calls, 200 calls, whatever it may be. And that meeting was a result that reinforced a belief that I could get the two meetings, which informed my thoughts, informed my feelings, informed my actions. And so that's what I mean when you ask for it with all of you. You change your actions, change your thoughts. Those two things will change your feelings, which will produce different results. And those results will reinforce beliefs. And that's how you start to change your life. So um, I would say that's where it showed up for me. I legitimately asked, asked for something with all of my being and wisdom or success just gave it to me, right? Like, boom, there it was. I got my two meetings that day and I got two more meetings the next day because I did a similar thing. And I had the two meetings halfway through the day. And I was like, I'll just make more calls for the heck of it, right? And so that's where it's shown up in my life. Like things get really easy when you start asking for it with all of who you are. And that means actions, thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and results. Now, where do I want this to show up in my life? I want to stop being afraid to ask with all of me. For example, going after a commission-only sales job that has huge upside and the potential for me to build a business, it's a proven model. All you gotta do is hone your skill, right? <clears throat> and this is selling term life insurance, which is the thing I'm pursuing right now. For the longest time, I didn't wanna go commission-only because I was like, what if I don't make the commission? What if I don't do this? What if I don't? What if I don't? What if I don't? Well, that is asking the opposite with all of me, actually. All my thoughts, all my actions, all my feelings are asking for me to not do that. Instead, I should change my thoughts, feelings, and actions to ask for me to do that. So I should be thinking, what happens when I do? Now that I am, and then I feel it, and then I act on it. And so action that is contingent with the thought of closing a lot of life insurance business is making a lot of life insurance calls. So if I'm not making calls, I'm not really thinking about making those calls, which means I'm not feeling making those calls, which means I'm not getting the results from making those calls. But if I think about it, and then I feel it, and then I act on it, or I act on it, and the action causes me to think about it, and then the thinking causes me to feel it, and then that produces the results, which reinforces the beliefs, whatever happens, whatever sequence it happens in, I need to stop asking for negative things with all of me and start asking for positive things with all of me, which a lot of times is moving past fear towards massive action. And when you start taking that massive action, start thinking about how you can make that massive action effective. So ask for it with all of you. I want to personally stop being afraid to ask for it with all of me. And how can you apply this to your life? Ask for something with all of you. It is very simple, like align your thoughts, feelings, actions, results, and beliefs to ask for one singular thing with all of you. Commit to it. 16 hours of the day, you are thinking about it, you are feeling things in accordance with it, and you are acting based on those thoughts and feelings to produce a certain result that will reinforce a belief. Alex Hormozzi talks about outworking your doubt. I think there's a lot of merit there in the sense that once you start getting results, it's hard to doubt. And so have the thoughts and take the actions that align with the results until you get the results and then look to the results to reinforce your beliefs that will push further thoughts and further actions and will make you feel like you don't doubt anymore, right? 
So that's what we got for the show today. Thank you guys for watching. Again, this is Proverbs 1, 20 through 22. We added a verse on there and it is wisdom cries aloud in the street. In the market, she raises her voice. At the head of the noisy street, she cries out. At the entrance of the city gate, she speaks. How long, O simple ones, will you love being simple? How long will scoffers delight in their scoffing and fools hate knowledge? This is wisdom crying out to you because wisdom wants to give you wisdom. And it's saying it is not hard to get. It is right here for you. Just take it. And I say you take it by asking for it with all of yourself. Thank you guys for watching. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.